Welcome back to Cancer Perspective. Today, we'll talk about research studies or clinical trials. You may already know about them or be interested in learning about clinical trials that are offered for your type of cancer, your type of situation, or you may be approached to participate in a clinical trial. When we talk about clinical trials for cancer, This can involve anything from screening trials to prevention trials to treatment trials and even quality of life trials during or after cancer treatment. A clinical trial will study how well a new drug or a new approach to treatment will affect the standard of care. If a drug company develops a drug or a vaccine to treat cancer, it has to get FDA approval. In order to get FDA approval, it has to go through some trials. There are phases of clinical trials. Phase one trials are initial studies that discuss how the drug will be given, how often it should be given, and what dose is safe. Phase 1 trials usually enroll a small amount of participants and are only offered at research hospitals or research facilities, such as a large research center. Sometimes the people who are asked to participate in Phase 1 trials have been through a lot with their cancer and may have gone through several different options of treatments, and now there's this potential drug that may alter the course of their treatment. So a person might be approached to participate if they're at a place where their options are otherwise limited and now they have this new and potential helpful intervention. Some people consider that the phase one trials are offered to the sickest of the sick. However, you have to be extremely well in order to participate in a phase one trial. Maybe your cancer is progressing and is considered unresponsive to standard of therapies and multiple lines of options, but you have to still be fairly functional and doing quite well in order to participate. Phase two trials are given to a larger amount of people and talk about safety and dosing more clearly. Once the new drug or therapy passes phase two, then it goes on to phase three trials, which involve much larger groups of participants. The purpose is to compare the new treatment with the current standard of treatment. This often involves randomization. You are randomly put into a group of standard treatment. We know this is usually helpful for the majority of people, or you are randomized into the group that gets the standard of treatment plus the new drug. The goal after phase three is to submit this new therapy to the FDA for possible approval to become part of the standard of therapies. There are phase four trials. The phase four trials assess interventions that have been approved by the FDA and compare them over a long term for effectiveness and safety. 
There are also very early phase zero clinical trials, and they're less common, as are the phase four trials. Phase zero trials assess whether or not the drug should go to a phase one trial. Some people are concerned about the use of placebos. Placebos are rarely used in cancer treatments or clinical trials. When they are, they are used to compare standard of therapy. So at the very minimum, you are always offered standard treatment that is considered safe and effective for the treatment of your cancer. A clinical trial may offer a placebo that does a comparison of straight standard of therapy and the standard of therapy with or without a new drug added to it or a second or a third drug that may make the treatment more effective. You would always be told if there's a use of a placebo in a clinical trial and how that affects your expected care. You should always understand when you're deciding to take part in a clinical trial, what are the benefits? Oftentimes it is access to the latest and greatest therapy that is out there. You may become one of the first to be offered a new benefit. And always a trial, whether it is successful or unsuccessful, helps scientists learn more about cancer and help people in the future. More importantly, you need to know what your risks are. The new plan may not be better or even as good as standard of therapy. New treatments may add side effects that are unknown still. There may be more paperwork to fill out every single visit to the doctor and there may be more visits. There may be extra tests to undergo, maybe more scans or blood work or tissue sampling of the actual disease. Some people find those are also benefits because they can have more access to more tests and answers. You'll need to understand what your costs may be related to participating in a clinical trial. What costs are you expected to pay? What will be covered by your health insurance? Who pays if you're injured? And know that you have rights. Most institutions will treat you whether or not you choose to participate in a clinical trial. You have the right to refuse and still get high quality care. But what are your other treatment choices? You should understand what they are in order to compare your options, especially how does the treatment that you will receive in the trial compare with your other options. And again, we've talked about that no treatment is also always an option. When you choose to participate in a clinical trial, you will first undergo what they call an informed consent process. It is when the healthcare team has identified you as somebody that could potentially benefit or be eligible for a trial. Eligibility means that you fit the criteria, maybe based on your type of cancer, maybe based on the options that you've already had. The informed consent process reviews what the clinical trial protocol is asking 
why are they studying it, and that it's been through an institutional review board or an IRB that is being monitored for safety. You have a right to know who is the sponsor of the trial and who are the members of your research team. The National Institutes of Health at Cancer.gov offers a publication called Taking Part in Cancer Treatment Research Studies that you can review to help organize your thoughts and answer more questions. In the future, we hope to have guests that offer more in-depth conversations about clinical trials or research studies including studies on quality of life or cancer control, side effect management, and prevention studies that you might find helpful. The goal of today's talk is to get the information out to you in case you are offered that option or that you've heard of a clinical trial through your own research that you've done and find out what you have to go through in order to participate or if you are even eligible based on the requirements. Thank you for joining us. Take care and spread kindness.